0: What's up? I hope you are having a great day today. I am your host here on Shooting the Schmidt, Jonathan Smith. And today I want to talk about how I feel like this entire sports year so far has been wide open like the guy in pickup hoops who you know can't shoot. So without further ado, I'm going to pass it over to the main man, Double B, Bruce Buffer. <laughs> Thank you, Bruce, for getting us started over here at Shooting the Schmidt. So this year, when we look at just the NFL and the NBA and college basketball so far, it just feels like everything has been up in the year, right? There's been no clear favorites for any one sport at really any point in the year, right? Like when we look back on the NFL season, the reason why it was so great is because there was no clear favorite on who would win the Super Bowl, right? Everybody was picking different teams, some people picked the Buccaneers. Some people picked the Rams. Some people picked, you know, all sorts of other teams, right? And, you know, the Chiefs and the Bills and, you know, teams like that. You know, everybody was kind of all over the map. There was no clear favorite, which always makes the sports season so much better than what it already is. And then when you add on to the fact that there was no really clear MVP either, you know, you know, Aaron Rodgers was up for it. Uh, Tom Brady was up for it. Cooper Cup was up for it. You know, everybody was... Jocelyn for position. Everybody was throwing out their takes as to why their guy should win it. And it made the MVP race more fun, which made watching individual players more fun. And it was awesome. And that is a trend that I think that we've really seen continue here going into basketball season as a whole, both the NBA and college basketball. Like let's look at the NBA right now. There's no clear favorite on who's going to win the title, right? Now, obviously, you know, the Suns and the Warriors have the best odds in Vegas, but at the same time. The 76ers look really good. The Nets look really good. The Bulls have a chance at being the one seed, right? So there's five teams right there who could all win the title. There was no clear front-running team in the NBA. And then when we look at the MVP race, I have no clue who's going to win the MVP, right? Joel Embiid continues to be awesome. But at the same time, Nikola Jokic is better this year than he was last year, and he won the MVP last year. And John Moran is coming on strong. And DeMar DeRozan, has been on an absolute tear here recently. And so we don't know who's going to win the MVP. There's so much stuff up in the air. Luka Doncic, he's a dark horse. There's still time for him to make up ground. I'm still holding out hope for that. And there's just there's no clear front runner for anything, which makes it so awesome. And this is definitely true in college basketball, especially after what we saw happen over the weekend. Who knows what is going to happen? in march this month with you know march madness because i mean it's I, I don't know who's good like i have absolutely no clue the top 6 teams in the country all lost on saturday and the ninth ranked team lost you know the number 2 ranked team in the country got beat by 16 by an unranked team and then didn't move in the ap poll which you know that makes sense gonzaga lost to 24th ranked uh, st mary's and they didn't move in the polls and i just i have no clue what to think and as i was i was making a list today as to, like, who is good enough to win the whole thing. And I look at each and every single team, and I'm just, there's a part of me, it's, like, I don't want to pick them. I, I have no desire to pick them. And so I've got a list of, I think it's 10 teams. It's it's a long list, you know. Like, I feel like your teams who can win the title list should be really, really short. You know, it should stop at, like, two or three teams and, you know, maybe a fourth, you know, if, if it's running deep that year. But, no, it's it's insanely deep, right? So Gonzaga is good enough to win it all. But I don't really trust them. I don't know what it is. You know, their guard play isn't as good this year as it was last year. And, you know, when you get to the tournament, it's all about guard play. How good are your guards? Gonzaga definitely not as good in their uh, backcourt this year as they were last year. So I don't really trust them on that front. And then we have Kentucky, who is slacking here as of late, right, losing to Arkansas on Saturday. And it's kind of the same thing with them. And they don't shoot the ball very well, right? They've got O'Grady. You know, they got one guy who can really shoot the ball. UCLA, I trust UCLA. I love their backcourt. They, you know, had the deep run last year, so they are, you know, very well experienced, and they've been there, which helps. So As of right now, I really like the idea of UCLA making a deep run. And then we got Duke, who's extremely young and doesn't really know what playing in March is like. And they're very talented, but at the same time, they've been really up and down this year, as young teams are. So I don't really trust them for that reason. And then you have Arkansas, who probably plays some of the best defense in the country. They beat Kentucky on Saturday. They've won 13 of their last 14. The one loss coming on the road at Alabama, losing only by one point. And they've been really impressive here recently. But at the same time, they don't shoot the ball very well from three. So you know that they're going to have a bad shooting game in March, and that's probably going to bite them in the butt. And then we look at Texas Tech, who lost on Saturday. It's the ninth-ranked team in the country. And – you know they play incredible defense, just like they did when Chris Beard was there. But the offense is still lacking, so I don't really want to pick them because of that. Because yes, defense wins championships, but if you can't put the ball in the hoop, it's called basketball, not not you know defensive ball. Or you know, I'm sure you can think of something more clever than that. But anyway, you know what I'm saying. Texas Tech, they don't score the ball well enough for me to pick them. Purdue hasn't been playing here as of here. Purdue hasn't been playing well here as of late. They lost on Saturday as well. And they're, you know, one of the best teams in the country, you know, sitting second in the Big Ten. They're playing Wisconsin tonight. That's a huge one going forward in the Big Ten and who's going to be the one seed and all that. But Purdue, you know, they have a great guard in Jaden Ivey. They have two great bigs. So I could see them making a deep run. But at the same time, I just I, there's something about them. I don't really trust them. I feel like when we look at their guards outside of Jaden Ivey, there's a real, real drop-off, which obviously there's going to be a drop-off. Jaden Ivey's probably going to be a top-five pick. But at the same time, you know, those their other guards just I don't think are good enough to carry them. And you need more than one good guard to make a deep run in March. So, you know, maybe Purdue, maybe not. I don't know. It's kind of depend. going to wait and see on how, you know, Jaden Ivey plays. Kind of has like an Oklahoma State feel where he does a lot for them. Like last year's Oklahoma State team with Cade Cunningham, who did a lot for that team. And then you have Kansas who, you know, maybe it's just because they're a blue blood, but I think they're good. But at the same time, they got waxed by Kentucky a couple weeks ago, and they're 1-5 in five against ranked opponents this year. So I do I really trust Kentucky? Not really. It seems like when they play good competition, it's pretty clear that they don't stack up. But at the same time, you know, all the smart people, people who are smarter than me like them. So there's a part of me that really wants to like them too. Maybe it's just because it's Kansas. Maybe it's just because it's Bill Self. Maybe that's probably part of it. That is, that is part of it. I can tell you that right now. And so, But at the same time, I don't really trust them. And then Baylor, who's been up and down. They lost to Oklahoma State this year, who's absolutely terrible. And then they went to overtime against them the second time that they played them. So they kind of have a tendency to play down to their competition. I don't want to pick them to win at all because I don't think their guards are as good this year as they were last year because they were deep at the guard spot last year. Definitely not as deep this year. Then you have Arizona, who I've only seen play a few times. And so I can't really give too, too much commentary on them. And then you have Tennessee, who... I feel like kind of belongs in this category because I put Arkansas in here and I put Auburn in here and you know they've you know played both of those teams close and it's I don't I don't know what to do when it comes to my bracket and we're only weeks out conference tournaments are on the horizon and you know it's going to be just like every other year right where it's going to be about who gets hot and things like that and what you know team could possibly come out of the blue that's why I have Arkansas and Tennessee on there they're lower-ranked teams who people aren't really paying as much attention to. Like, obviously, we're paying attention to Gonzaga and Arizona and Baylor and Duke and Auburn and teams like that because they're really good, and they have guys who are going to go really high in the draft. And then you have teams like Arkansas and Tennessee who don't have that, right? You know, Arkansas has got a guard in J.D. Notay who I think should get drafted, but I don't know if he's going to. And then they've got a really good sophomore big in Jalen Williams who... If I was him I'd come back for another year cuz I just don't think he's quite ready for the draft. And Tennessee's the same way. You know, they don't really have anybody who jumps off the board who's going to be a lottery pick. And so it's, you know, this really interesting development where you know, you've got these teams who maybe don't have these top prospects, but they're going to have a shot this year just cuz there's no clear front runner, right? Which is so exciting. And, you know, there's so many teams who who can win it. Illinois is capable of going on a run and winning it. Villanova, you can never count out Villanova, right? Because they're, you know, they're Villanova. Blue blood, right? They win games. Providence has been awesome this year. You know, one of the best teams in the country that nobody's talking about. And so it is just so fascinating. I'm so glad that March is here. It's March 1st. You know we had to do something on college basketball. And I'll probably do a little bit more on it this week probably, you know, take some predictions at who's going to win. Conference tournaments coming up, and oh, I'm so excited for it. We are weeks away from having a bracket. It is the best time of the year. It is the best postseason sporting event in all of sports. I put it up against the NFL playoffs, the NBA playoffs, the baseball playoffs. Yeah, I'll I'll put it up against anything. I don't think you can really deny the idea of the one and done. It's just, it's incredible. So, That's going to do it here at Shooting the Schmidt. Thank you so much for listening. I'll be back tomorrow with another take for you.